There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consulting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I am excited that you are joining me again for another episode this week. I want to talk about handling difficult sales conversations because this is something that comes up often, mainly because I think we focus heavily on the strategy or the tactic that we need to use in the moment when we're walking into the room or when we're getting on the call. We're focused heavily on what we need to say, what the pitch needs to sound like, what we need to convince the other person of in order for them to sign on the dotted line. When in all actuality, a lot of the work starts beyond that point. And what I like to share with clients, especially if they have gone through the consulting code, which is my course, or in a one-on-one consulting uh, container, one of the things that I like to stress is that the way that you start and build your business is going to help you sell more easily in the end. And there are what I like to call three C's that I think need to be in place in order for us to sell most effectively. And when these things are there, then everything else, all of the strategies, all the tactics, all the things that you may use, you will use with greater ease and they're going to convert a lot better. Those three C's are (laughs) clarity, confidence, and conviction. So clarity, confidence, conviction. Now, I know you're probably thinking, look, (laughs) what does this really have to do with sales? I thought I need to make sure that I can overcome objections. I need to be able to sound as if I am reassuring the potential client. I need to be able to offer some of the the best opportunities so that they can really take advantage of it in the moment. And what I'd like to share is that, yes, you do. You do have to do all these things, but when you have these three pieces of the puzzle, it's going to allow you to do that more easily. So let's talk about clarity. Often when we're going into a sales conversation, we are in the process of providing greater clarity for the person that we're speaking with. Typically, when someone has decided that you may be a solution to their problem, that you have an offer that they truly need, they are going to hop on a call or ask you to come to a meeting so that they can get more information. They want more clarity so they can determine whether or not they're making the best decision. They want to make an educated decision. So think about it like this. 
how can you really provide that level of clarity necessary for conversion if you don't have that clarity yourself? If you're not clear on what you do, if you're not clear on how you can help or what that's going to look like or the cost of that's going to be or the level of resources or work that it's going to entail in order to implement the processes or the strategies that you provide or that you recommend, how are you then going to provide the level of clarity needed for that other individual to determine that they want to move forward? The clarity has to start with us first. When we're thinking about being more clear, we have to have a greater understanding of our offer. We need to understand fully and acknowledge the fact that we have competition, right? They have choices. So there are competitors out there and you need to know how you measure up where your service or your offer lies within your industry so that you can speak to those differences or answer any questions or provide greater clarity when it comes to why you are better than the next person or the person that you consider your competition. You also have to understand and be clear about your positioning and your industry. Your positioning and how you fit into your industry makes a huge difference in whether or not your solution is going to be something that they really need in this moment. Those are all things that they're trying to figure out. But if we don't know those things ahead of time, we don't have that level of clarity, then it's going to be difficult because you need to have clarity around that. You need to know why your thought process or your method or your solution or your framework is different and what makes it better. All of these things are involved with gaining the level of clarity that you need so that you can sell more effectively when that time. But I think one of the biggest hindrances that most people have is that they haven't taken the time to actually map that out. One thing that I have always found to be extremely helpful for myself, and I also uh, know that clients have enjoyed this well, is mapping out their messaging. Because when they have a guide with regards to their core values and their beliefs, their philosophy and their approach to how they're solving problems, the types of solutions or prescriptions they provide and the perspectives that they have on the industry at large, and when they're very clear about what that looks like and what that means for them and their business, it makes it very easy to have those conversations. So much so that you'll feel like you are repeating yourself over and over again. And that's on purpose. You shouldn't be changing like the wind. You need to be very clear about those things. And the clearer that we are in our messaging, the more clarity that we have with regards to all of those items, the easier it's going to be to convince someone else. Because our clarity is going to provide reassurance to the client that is interested or potential client that's interested that we can indeed help them. And that all stems from having that initial clarity. It's another reason why having a core offer is extremely helpful. Because when you are, are not making up your offers as you go or creating a new package every time that you want to work with someone, then you're going to get better and better about explaining that offer. You're going to know more about what it takes in order to deliver that offer. You're going to understand better the resources that are required based upon what that potential client actually has available to them. 
and how that is going to impact them financially as well as energetically in order for them to attain the success that you're promising. All of this creates a higher level of clarity over time. And so this initial piece of the puzzle to being able to handle those difficult sales conversations and be more effective is having clarity, having clarity around your offer, your approach, your perspective, your philosophy. That clarity is one of the first things that you definitely have to have. A thriving consulting business is built on a solid business foundation and a consulting code that leads you toward your ideal business and your ideal lifestyle. And the great thing about this code is that it works for any type of consulting practice, whether you help clients with professional development, business management, grant writing, IT, or something entirely different. This consulting code is not rocket science and is not beyond your reach. And when you crack the code, it can jumpstart the growth of your solo consulting practice and is what you need to know to get started and land your first clients and nothing more. This is a step-by-step process I wish I had so many years ago. And that's why I wanted to share this with you and how you can do this too. So if you're interested in starting your consulting business and creating a desirable offer to generate leads for your offer and to make sales, then the consulting code is your solution. Visit www.excelatconsulting.com for more information. The second thing is that you need confidence, right? So confidence sales. I will say it over and over again, confidence sales. That's why you can have someone, let's be honest, that doesn't really know much about their offer or their industry. And still, if they are super confident, they can manage to get a few sales under their belt. And it's because confidence is actually very powerful. Confidence comes from you having an appreciation for the work that you do is value and your ability to derive an outcome. Clarity is going to increase confidence. When you're very clear on what you offer and the result that you can deliver, you're going to be confident in that. I can speak confidently about the outcome that you're going to get because I know that I have worked with other clients in the past and those other clients have also received this outcome. I'm confident because I have taken the time out to map out all of the process and to ensure that the solution I'm providing is going to be something that can be easily implemented and then also overcome any objection that someone has had because I've thought through that process already. I'm confident. I can show up at the table with confidence and I can speak with a level of confidence and reassurance because I truly believe in what I am offering. So confidence is extremely important. Something as simple as asking for directions. If we are in a city that we've never been in and we're driving down the street, if we happen to see someone, I know this has happened to me many times before, and I'm asking like, hey, how do you get to, I don't know, a high school, a bank, or something that is more familiar in the city? Ask for direction. And if that person hesitates and they don't seem confident, I guarantee you I'm not taking their advice. (laughs) I'm not taking their advice because I know that there is some uncertainty there. And because they're uncertain, I don't feel confident. I don't feel as if I can trust them to get me there. 
Now, when I may find someone else who can confidently say, oh, I know that place. I went to school there. I can tell you exactly where it is. And they can communicate the directions with a level of confidence that provides reassurance. Then I am going to follow their directions to the T. Now, it doesn't always guarantee that you get there, but nine times out of 10, you will. And one of the reasons why you follow their directions and not the first, even if they gave the same instruction, is because the second person was confident. They were confident and their confidence reassured me that they knew how to get there. That's the same thing for us. We're guiding clients to an outcome. And they are coming to us because they're uncertain. They're unsure. They needed clarity. They want to know that the person that's going to help them is going to have their best interests at heart and that they are going to guide them to the outcome that they desire. And the person who can speak most confidently about that is going to win the business. That's just a reality. So there is a level of confidence that we have to exude when we are in these sales conversations, when we're trying to establish these collaborations, because they are going to be pulled in and persuaded by our level of confidence. Being confident about what you offer is key. And how do you get confident about your offer? You get clear about it. Clarity is going to support you being able to build the level of confidence that you need. They go hand in hand, but they both have to be there because you can be clear and not confident and the sales will not convert. They won't. You want to show up at the table ready to speak to all of the details necessary to reassure your potential client that they're making the right decision. So clarity and then confidence. Now, lastly, is the fact that in addition to being clear and being confident is that you need to sell with conviction. Now, listen, at the end of the day, Sales really does go back to more of an an energetic and emotional exchange. Even if you're working in the business-to-business space, it still relies heavily on emotion. It's just that the emotion is vastly different than what it has possibly been in the past because it is tied to logic or maybe the emotion for one stakeholder is different than another. So although people will say, In the B2B space, you don't have to worry about selling with emotion because that's not necessary. Everything is a logical decision. It's more analytical. It's more planned. It's more strategic. While that is true, emotion is still involved. If emotion was not involved, then we wouldn't do storytelling when it comes to pitches. We wouldn't do or use storytelling when it comes to sharing data. So there is still an element of emotion that's involved even when you're talking about business-to-business or B2B sales. Now, in order for us to sell with conviction, though, we have to truly believe that what we offer is better. I can sell with conviction that, for instance, my course or my coaching program will be helpful for a woman who wants to go into entrepreneurial consulting, especially a woman of color, because I believe it with conviction. I believe it with conviction because I have been through it. I have experienced it. I have helped clients go through it. I have seen their wins. 
I have the results and the receipts that allow me to be very confident with the offer or in the offer that I have. And therefore, I can sell with conviction. I can sell and know that what I am offering is worth the value. And that's where we all have to get to. You can sell in the same way. You believe in your offer. You believe in what you bring to the table. You believe in your value. That is key to you being able to convert clients in the end, is that conviction. People need to see that. If you don't believe in yourself, why in the world would they believe in you? Why would they trust you? Why would they trust your offer if you don't believe in it? See, all of these things go together. The clarity, the confidence, the conviction. Because this whole process of sales, especially when it comes to having more difficult sales decisions where maybe it's not as easy to convince a potential client to sign on the dollar line right away. In those instances, it's going to be important that, number one, you be able to speak clearly to overcome objection and to provide the level of clarity that someone needs to make an informed and educated decision. You're going to have to be confident so that when they are pushing back and when they are sharing information that may counter your offer, that you can stand strong and bold in your response because you are confident in what you bring to the table and what your offer can lead to as a result in a return on investment. Those two matter. And then lastly, like I said, you have to speak with conviction. You need to speak boldly. You need to speak as if you no, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that your solution is best for them. And that's why this whole process of going through uh, a discovery and into sales is all about you figuring out whether or not your solution would be a good fit. We're not trying to sell our offers, our services to someone that truly doesn't need it. So you're going through the process of determining whether or not this person, this business is aligned with your offer. And once you determine that they are and that they would be someone that you would like to collaborate with, then you need to ensure that you're speaking with clarity, confidence, and conviction so that they also know that. They need to hear it from you. They need to feel it from you. And so when we get into those difficult moments where we're struggling with conversions, Often, one of these three things are missing. Usually when you get down to it and you trace it back and you go back to the basic, some of the difficulty lies in either not having the clarity that you need, not being confident in your offer like you should be, or not being able to speak about your offer and the results and the promise of your offer with conviction. So I want you to think about that as you're going into your next sales call or your next sales meeting. I want you to really think through this process. Am I clear on what I offer? Can I explain this well? Can I share more about how I'm able to help potential clients navigate objections or difficulties? How can I adjust my approach to show that my offer is adaptable and amendable to their circumstance? That's the clarity piece. 
how can I speak with confidence and speak boldly about the promise that I'm making? Why do I know that to be true? What results do I have to show? What testimonials do I have? What case studies can I share? All of that builds confidence. And then the conviction piece is, am I saying this in a way that makes it clear that I believe more than anybody else that my results are meaningful and that they are transformational and that they are life-changing? That's the conviction. When those three elements are in place, I promise you those sales conversations, no matter how difficult they are, will get easier. And then when you apply the strategy and the tactic, they work more effectively because at the heart of the matter is that you've ensured that you've built an offer that is solid, an offer that's robust enough to produce and generate the results that are desired and that you're promising. And you can speak to what this offer has been able to do for so many other people and why you should be the best choice. That's the whole conversation. So no matter what tactic we use, no matter what approach we take or what angle we use for the conversation, it still gets back to those three things, those three core things, clarity, confidence, and conviction. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, I want you to reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram. Send me a DM. I love to have a chat about the podcast. Just let me know you listen. I love to always hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. It helps us to reach more and more people. And then also, don't forget, if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, leave a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I would love to get your feedback to share with others so that we can grow and allow the podcast to evolve and expand over time. It has been an absolute pleasure. I'll talk to you again next week. I hope you have a great one. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.